Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church Podcast. To connect with us, go to LegacyNB.com. Now enjoy some teaching, healing, and prophetic ministry from one of our Encounter and Equip services. Let's just stay in this place right now. Jesus, you are the one we seek after first. Before we seek an answer to prayer, we seek the one who brings the answer. You are the love of our heart. You're the desire that we have. We just invite you, come and have your way right now. We're gathered in your name. You promise when we gather in your name, you show up. You're in the middle of it. Would you come be in the middle of all that's happening in our city right now? Would you just come and be in the middle of those who need healing from an illness or a disease or an injury right now? Would you just come be in the middle, Lord God, those who are walking through some hard hurts and they just need you to come and be in the middle of it? So that on the flip side, the miracle brings freedom and wholeness and healing. We just put our eyes on you right now. You're the desire of the nations. You're the desire of everyone who's ever breathed life. They need to have you. So we lift your name up right now, Jesus. We just glorify the name of Jesus. We just shout out the name of Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) You're worthy of all praise, my God. You're worthy of all praise. There's never been another like you. You're all we need. You're always enough. So Yeshua, be glorified today. Yeah, that's right. the Lord saying, you have what you desire. I hear the Lord say, I've never been far away at all. I hear the Lord say to those who you felt alone and where is my God? Is, has anybody noticed me? And he says, I've always been right there with you. <laughs> I'm at hand. It just takes one word. I just see right now in the room, if that's you, you've been just been feeling alone. And I want you just to reach up and reach out and realize the Lord is going to grab your hand right now. He says, you've never been alone. I never, never left you.
hear the Lord say, will you take me at my word? Will you stop listening to the voices of the world or the voice of the enemy who only wants you to be alone? And instead, will you listen to the voice of the one who created you, who knew you before I put you in your mother's womb, the one who knows the days of your life, the one who has a good plans for you to prosper you and not the harming plans to give you a hope and a future? Will you trust my word, says the Lord? Will you take me at my word? Will you take me at my character? If your answer is yes, then step into it. We declare an increase of faith in the room now. Not the faith of man, but the faith of Jesus. Let faith arise now. The exact measure of faith that Jesus is releasing into the room right now for signs, miracles, and wonders to bring this city into a place as heaven is, it'll be here on earth. We take you at your word. Sing that. Oh, we take you at your word. 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 We take you at your word. Yes, we take you at your word. So move, oh God. We take you at your word. So morning and you had a need for a breakthrough and the presence is healing because the healer is here and I want you to begin to partner with the healer to receive test your body test it out is that pain gone is it diminishing check your heart is there hope arising is there joy filling you up from the innermost part of your being when you once had sorrow? Test it now. Take him at his word. We come into that place now. still touching your hearts. We've had some words of knowledge of things that just got released through worship even and as we went after it right now. If the Lord's still touching you, just stay in that place with him. Just stay in that place with him. Because he's moving. He's coming for you. <laughs> he's here. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, if you need a fresh touch from him, just close your eyes. Just close your eyes and see him looking at you. Come on, he's here. 
He's here. Jesus, you're the one we're here for. You're the one we're here for. So thank you for your presence, God. Thank you for your presence. And Lord, if there's anything right now that we need to let go of, just put it in our hand. Lord, remind us what it is that we're hanging on to and holding on to that we need to give to you. For some of you, it's whatever negative thing feels like it's been hanging on to you. But if we come into agreement, we're hanging on to it. So God, we release that, whatever that is. Just turn your hand. Some of you need to do this prophetic act. You need to hold Come on, some of you need to even pull it out of your heart and put it into your hand. Oh. And you need to surrender it and lay it at the feet of Jesus. God, I give this to you. And there may even be, for some of you, there are treasures, there's things you've been longing for, that hope deferred that makes the heart sick. Just pull it out of your heart and surrender it to the Lord. For some of you, the Lord's going to reveal that there's been an idol in your life. You didn't even know that you were doing it. Some of you know exactly what it is. Some of you, it's way more obvious. But sometimes the Lord has to reveal to us that we've made him second. Or third or fourth. So God, forgive us where we have placed something else above you. And we surrender that. And we cast down all of our idols. And we say you're first. So just take a moment. Let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. Lord, anything that we have guarded our heart with, any walls that we've built up, bring them down. Thank you, Lord, that nothing can hinder love. Your love for us, nothing, neither height nor death nor angels nor demons, nothing can keep us from your love. Not even our struggle with unbelief. So we thank you for your gift of faith. childlike faith, God, when we ask for bread, you don't give us a stone. You're too good. So we thank you, Lord. Just release your healing right now in our heart of hearts. And if there's any place where we're carrying resentment, any place of unforgiveness, Lord, let that person's face flash before our eyes. And we say, I choose to forgive you and let you go. I give you to Jesus. Let the Lord deal with them. And bring your face back to the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That no matter where we are and what's going on, we can close our eyes and focus on your face with eyes of love, like flames of fire pursuing us. pursuing us. He is a jealous God. He wants all of you. So we say thank you, Lord, and we give you all of us. We surrender all. Come and have your way in this room. And we thank you. Amen. Amen. Take a nice deep breath for me. Sometimes when there's emotion, it gets stuck right here. I got to sometimes inhale and release. You got to breathe with the Ruach, breath of life. You know, that's what Y-H-W-H means. Yahweh is. Yahweh. Did you know that? Yahweh. 
He's everything. Amen? Amen. So in our encounter time, we like to go after demonstration of healing. If you need a physical healing in the room, what we're going to start with is we're going to start with some words of knowledge. Um, there are some that the prayer team has released that is given to me, and I have a few others. And so if this is you, um, if you're willing, I'm going to ask you by faith to stand and say, that is me, because you're breaking off all shame and all fear when you say, I need this healed. I need this gone. I receive what Jesus paid for. This is mine. It's an act of faith to step up and to be able to say, I want that. Sometimes we get really comfortable sometimes with a pain, especially if it's been around for a long time or we think, well, it's just normal. It's human. Well, guess what? Your human nature is your fallen nature. It's not your new man. It didn't exist in heaven. It shouldn't exist now. That's what Jesus said. The kingdom has come now. It's available now. So we're intentional to offend your mind, to reveal your heart, to see what it is that we believe. With childlike faith, we step in, right? And even when we've had disappointments, we have to remember not to disappoint God from the throne in that situation, whatever it is. We continue to contend. And striving is not the same thing as contending. Striving is an effort of ourself to try to make it happen, to be spiritual enough, to be good enough, to pray long enough. That's not what we're doing here. Contending is pressing in because we are battling in our mind to come above to believe what he says is true. And we do prophetic acts like just standing up and saying, that's me. And I receive whatever it is. Sometimes the Lord will heal you in the midst of worship. So some of you, if you've checked your bodies while Jay was releasing that as we were singing about miracles, if you know that God touched you, will you wave one hand at me? However he touched you, just wave, wave a hand. I want you to look around the room. Just wave. You know God touched you. Listen, he's here. He doesn't, he doesn't need our prayers technically. He wants to use us. He wants to co-labor with us, okay? But he can do it whenever he wants. But sometimes we get in this posture of, well, God knows my address, so he'll come get me when he wants to heal me. Right? Come on, let's just be honest. Like, it's what we do. Well, if God wants to do it, he'll just heal me. But listen, there's a lie there, okay? Because then the enemy wants to tell you, well, he's not coming for you. He's going to heal the other person, but there's something in the way. There's some sin. There's something. There's some whatever it is. And you know what? Here's the truth of it. Sometimes there is unforgiveness or something he is more wanting to deal with in your heart that actually keeps you from receiving your healing. There's a place of unbelief or a lie that we are believing. There's a truth in that. But I'm here to tell you that he paid for it all. And it's the children's bread to step in wholeness and healing, body, soul, and spirit. That is what saved means. It doesn't just mean I got my ticket to heaven. It means I am saved, healed, and delivered, and I have that right in the blood of Jesus. And I'm going to go after it, even if I don't see it manifested yet. When we pray for miracles, that's what we're going after. We're going for the instantaneous miracles. But do you know that sometimes healing happens over time. Read your Bible. Jesus prayed. Sometimes it was an instant. Sometimes it was two prayers with the blind guy. He had to spit mud. That's weird. Come on. Naaman had to dip in the river, what, seven times? That's weird. Okay, why? Because he had to deal with his pride first. Okay, so sometimes there's things that we've got to deal with in our heart and our mind first. There's a truth there, but I'm here to tell you right now, if the Lord releases a word of knowledge, that gift, that exercise, that gift of the Holy Spirit, when we get a word of knowledge, that means God is saying something and we're practicing learning how to hear God. That's all of us in this room. So if you feel like you have a word of knowledge, come on up and share it with us, okay? But if you feel like you have a word of knowledge, come and let's release it because sometimes we walk in and all of a sudden there's a pain in my body and I know it's not mine. It's for somebody else in the room. That's one of the ways God speaks. Sometimes he speaks through impression, through thought, through picture, through dreams. He speaks in all kinds of ways. And what we don't recognize is Holy Spirit is trying to get us to partner with him to release it into the room. And that's what our encounter Sundays are about. Our last Sunday of the month is to equip the saints for the work of ministry. It's not about Jay or me or anybody else up here. It's going to be about all of you knowing that you can step into that. Because you know, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm prophesying this, and it's been prophesied by many. It's in your Bible, okay? 
okay? There's a move of God that is coming and he is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh and your sons and your daughters will prophesy and your old men will dream dreams. Listen, that is the move of God that is coming and when it comes, it's going to stay. And the kingdom of God is advancing and it's the violent, the aggressive, the hungry that lay hold of it. Do you understand? That is why we're demonstrating this. We don't just talk the talk and preach it. We got to walk the walk. We got to act it out. We got to punch fear in the face. We got to get over ourselves and we got to be able to know how to pray like a four-year-old and be able to pray because that's what we teach our four-year-olds to do. We teach our four-year-olds to pray in this house because that is the kingdom. This is the children's bread. This is the children's bread. No matter what it manifests like in the natural, we contend for what we know is in heaven. We got to see and hear what the Father is saying and release it. So some of you got touched just because we were in worship and his presence is what matters. It's his presence. If you study even the people of faith, I've said this before, there are some that had no faith the, the, the father that said, help my unbelief, right? All the way to the woman with the issue of blood had great faith and tugged on the promise of God from his talit. Um, all the different ways. It wasn't the measure of faith. That's a principle. But it wasn't their measure of faith that healed them. Yes, the Lord said it was their faith. That was, that was a partner of it. Hear, hear what I'm saying right now. Don't hear what I'm not saying. Yes, faith matters, okay? It's a principle, but it's not a law. What was the common denominator? The presence. The presence of Jesus. That's what matters. And he's in you. He's in you. And Holy Spirit comes in you for you, but he comes upon you for other people. And that's what the gifts are about. So we activate the gifts here. So words of knowledge is one of those gifts. It's information I should not know about you. And so it's one of those things that ties to also the gift of healing that comes in. So these are the ones that the prayer team we're praying this morning and release, and we've already kind of gone after some of these. But depression, rewiring of the brain for chemical imbalances, um, hope deferred, emotional wounds, resentments, and uh, finances, the root of a poverty spirit and unbelief. Those are all heart and mindset stuff that I believe the Lord has already dealt with. Here's some physical things. If this is you, please stand up. Hip issues. Um, actually, if you still need the emotional thing, feel free to stand up on that one too, any of those things that I called out. Um, hip issues, if you have a hip issue, um, if you've been diagnosed with muscular dystrophy, um, the Lord is healing that, we declare that. Carpal tunnel at any stage, arthritis at any stage, leukemia, if that's been a diagnosis, we erase it in the name of Jesus, but if you need a healing for that, stand up. And I also feel like there's a, something in an arch. I don't know if it's you got fallen arches or there's um, a tendon or something in the bottom of the foot. I don't know what that is. Will someone wave at me if that's you? Thank you. Thank you. Um, I know that there's been jaw pain has already been shared. I know that I prayed for somebody earlier, but um, I know my son has been dealing with it. So if there's anybody else has jaw pain, TMJ, anything like that, um, I believe that the Lord is healing that right now as well. I think that someone also has something in the ear. I don't know if there's an inner ear or tinnitus, something, a ringing of the ears that's been going on that's been bothering you. There's a tormenting spirit that will deal with that as well. Um, any other words of knowledge? I'm just going to give you permission to just kind of share, shout them out. Back pain right in the middle is where he was pointing back pain. Kidneys. Spinal cord. Any spinal cord issues? Just sore muscles in general. God does want to heal those. Yeah. Huh? Lung issues. Thank you, Lord. Healing lung issues. The neck. The neck. Thank you, Lord. Any other words of knowledge? Words of knowledge. You're just asking the Lord for healing. We're just asking to hear him. Lord, what do you want to heal today? We're coming after cancer just because I hate it. Okay? We're coming after cancer no matter what stage, what, what place it is. Listen, the enemy's going to pay for taking my brother for that one. I, I've, 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 I've declared war. Okay? You, you know that you can do that? You can declare war over any of it? but especially if it's come after you in any way, and especially if you've gained any level of victory in it, if you can declare war against the enemy for that. Any other words of knowledge? Huh? Something with a mitochondria. You may or may not even know that, but that may be a part of something that's been diagnosed. Anything else? Stroke, reversal. Thank you, Jesus. Thyroid issues. Thank you, Jesus. Any other words of knowledge? Diabetes, thank you, Jesus. You can clear our blood and come it into right order. Any other words of knowledge? Cavities, thank you, Jesus. Yes. Ringing in the ears, I heard. 
Okay, if any of those things that have been called out right now, I want you to stand up really quick and we're gonna release the power of a testimony because listen, the power of the testimony, right? The, the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony is what heals. That's why we'll also get testimonies at the end here. And it's important for you to share if the Lord touched you, but go ahead and release this one. When, with the reversal stroke, it, it just it hit me clear as day. Uh, I, I came back from uh, Singapore in 2019, or 20, yeah, 2019. And um, on the airplane was a woman who had to be wheeled in uh, because she had had a stroke and her whole left side of her body was completely uh, numb, not moving, and it was cold to the touch. And her face was, was uh, sloping down. Um, I asked her the question is, do you believe that Jesus wants to heal you? Because I knew she was a believer. And he, she goes, yes, I've been asking for, I've been waiting for somebody to pray for me and too, everybody's too afraid to pray for me. And I said, well, Jesus wants to heal. I said, can I touch your hand? She, she said, yes. I touched her hand. Immediately warmth began to move into it. And I watched her face go from this to this, right back like that. Hear this. And in between us was a Muslim woman, because I was in the aisle, the woman's on the seat, and she was stuck in between two of us, and we're having church. And she's doing this, and she literally watches the face of this woman, and she just like, and she got up and ran to the bathroom. And she came back and says, what just happened? I said, Jesus, who is the son of God, not just a prophet, he healed her and he can save you. And so I just want to tell you right now, there's a power of a testimony in that. And I'm sure we can tell more testimonies, but listen, if God released it, it's done. So we just come into agreement right now with those who have stood, Father. We receive the healing that you said is released right now in the room. So we say yes, and we intercede for those who need it as well. We come against the spirit of infirmity right now. In Jesus' name, we cancel your assignment, and we tell you to come out and off of those that you are tormenting. We cancel you now in the name of Jesus. We release the blood of Jesus over every single person right now. Your word never returns void, God. So we thank you. We thank you in Jesus' name. So just thank him right now. Move into thankfulness. Move into thankfulness right now. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now test it out. If there's something that you can do different, couldn't do before, if there's some way for you to know, I know sometimes you might need a blood test or something else to be able to know, but test it out. Test it out. It's okay. Stay standing, please. Stay, we, this is what contending means. <laughs> contending means we go after it at least twice, okay? All right, one hand up. If you feel like God's doing something, something's moving, okay? You might feel heat. You might feel anything. You might just have a, something in your face. Come on, look at the arms in the room. Come on, God's touching people. Listen, it doesn't always happen in an instant, but some of you can already tell whatever it was is gone now. I want you to wave two arms at me at the top. Come on. Two hands. Come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Now give him a thank offering again. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. Yes, God, you get the glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now those of you who still need a healing, we're going to pray again. Now everybody else who's sitting, you extend your hand to somebody around. If you want to get up and move, you're welcome to do that right now. We're just going to pray over them again one more time. Just come on, just release your prayers corporately. We're just going to go after this for just a couple minutes. Thank you, Jesus. We release healing in the room right now. We command all sickness to go, all pain to leave in Jesus' name. We declare healing and wholeness, all pain go, muscles loosen, come into order, backs be realigned, whatever is needed, God, recreate whatever is needed right now. You're the God of miracles, and we still believe. We still believe. We thank you for what you're doing in the room. And we say, increase it, increase it, increase it. We thank you, Lord. I see angels smearing. Whoa, they're smearing. Whoa, they're smearing. Thank you, Jesus. Just releasing your healing over each one, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you that you paid for it all, Jesus. And we receive it now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now test it again one more time. Test it out. Move it around. Move it around, whatever you need to do, if there's any way for you to know. If there's been any measure of movement where it's gotten better, I want you to wave one hand at me. One hand. Come on, look around the room. This is how faith, this is how faith moves. This is why we do this. One hand if you feel like something is shifting. And now two hands in the air if you feel like it's completely gone again. Come on, two hands. Yes, come on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We already counted you guys before, but that's good. 
All right. Thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Now we're going to take one more minute. If, if there was something that you need a healing for that was not called out, we're going to pray for that today too. So if you need a healing for anything, stand up. If you still need a healing for anything, stand up. No matter what it is, go ahead and stand up. Okay, now I'm releasing everybody else to be the ministry team. Okay, so what you're going to do is you're just going to ask them, what do you need? What do you want? I want this pain gone. I want this to be restored. Whatever it is, be brief. We don't need the whole backstory right now, okay? There's another way to be able to do that, or a longer contending prayer. If you need that, we've got the altar team at the end of the service. We'll be glad to go after it a little bit longer. But right now, we just want simple prayers of faith. So take a moment. Go to somebody who's standing. You're released to go to somebody who's standing. I want every single person who's standing has somebody to pray with them. If you do not have someone to pray with you, raise your hand at me. If you do not have someone to pray with you, Bill needs somebody to pray for him over there, please. Just begin to pray. Pray by faith. We command the pain to go. We release healing now. We thank you, Jesus. Now have them test it out just like I had just like I had everybody do it. Ask them to test it out and just to kind of see if there's anything that has shifted. Test it out and give some feedback on a scale of 0 to 10. Where was the pain at before? Where is it now? Very simple test. And if they need prayer a second time, we're going to pray again. Thank you Jesus. Continue to pray. We contend for their healing, Lord. All the way to 100%. All the way to 100%, God. All pain go in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Healing come in Jesus' name. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. And thank you, Jesus. All right, test it out again. If you need to test it out again, one more time. Test it out. Thank you, Lord. Okay, now from that prayer, I want to see if God did something and you moved, wave one hand. You know that something shifted. If you just got prayed for, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, if it's completely gone, if you know you were completely healed, I want you to wave two hands up at me again. Two hands up. One, two, three, yes, come on, four, yes, God, all right, thank you, Jesus, let's thank him, thank you, God, you're the healer, we thank you, Lord, okay, now hear me, from the word of knowledge or to just now, if you got completely healed, I want to see you stand and do two hands like this, come on, stand, two hands like this, let's give God the glory, Come on, look. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, if some of you are brave enough, I want you to come up and share your testimony. Come on. Don't be shy. Come and share your testimony. It's another way to give God the glory. It builds faith in the room. Your waving of your hand built faith in the room, too, but I'm going to encourage you to come up. Punch fear in the face. Come on. Hi, I was the one with the arches for the last two days. I've not been able to walk. And when you got that word, it just immediately, boom. Come on, that's good. Thank you, Jesus. Um, the other day I had an encounter with the Lord and right after it, like I had the spirit of unbelief and doubt just beat the crap out of me. And I've had terrible dreams and I've never had the situation before. And I've been saved since I was younger. And so I knew coming in here today that my, my faith was little, but I had it as a mustard seed and the word says that it can move a mountain and I knew that coming in here today that he was going to answer me and he was going to answer my need and so I just thank him because it, it's been a struggle it's been really hard so 
I had my first jiu-jitsu tournament yesterday, um, and this morning when I woke up, my whole body was so sore. Um, my neck was, especially my neck, like I could barely move it. Now, like, it's all gone. Come on. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. Those are two words of knowledge over here. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else want to share a testimony? Real quick. Come on up if you want to come. Come now, please. So I've been having problems in my neck as well and in my ears and a lot of ringing and just tingling in my face and things going on. And so I went to the doctor and they told me that I had bulging disc in my neck and it was causing all this pain. But I just keep on believing and contending and I could not even turn my head all the way to my shoulder. No ringing. The Lord has just been healing me every day. I just wake up and keep praising him and I'm just getting more and more healing. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Come on. Uh, hi, everyone. Um, I walked in this morning, and I, I was having a really hard time hearing. I have a lot of ringing in my ears uh, throughout the days. And so when I walked in here for um, pre-morning worship, I, I, I went like this. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. And I could slowly feel throughout worship my ears, like, like kind of like they were sinking in, like I could hear better. Like, like I could hear everything in my ear going deeper in, and like I can just feel it even now, just right here. I, I can hear through it, and I'm not... Thank you, Jesus, for that. Yay. <laughs> Yay! Thank you, God. That's so good. Amen. So good. Thank you, Lord. We're going to just take a moment. Um, Catherine, where are you, dear? We're going to have you go ahead and come on up. Y'all give her a hand. She was on a mission trip, a crusade um, to the Ivory Coast, and just wanted to give her a moment to be able to share some of the testimonies of things that she witnessed as well. The power of the testimony. We were at a conference, and on opening day, people were dancing and praising God. The ground was so dry that the dust was kept kicking up from the dancing. That opening night, the, comp the conference speaker wanted to raise the level of faith in the room the outdoor room. And he said that God would demonstrate himself through signs and wonders. On the count of three, we're, we were all to shout hallelujah. And I want us to do that today. Un, deux, trois, hallelujah! In that moment, the heavens opened and the sky poured rain. It rained for hours. The lights on the hill in the background all went out. The town went dark. We were running on generators that last hour. People were using their chairs as umbrellas. They heard the speaker and they responded in droves, heavier than the rain. The hunger was evident and overwhelming. God was and is moving in Carago, and he was and is moving here. We were able to pray for healing and see God work in miraculous ways. As one woman we, play, we prayed for walked away without the cane that she came with. Another man came with back pain. He was bent over at a 90-degree angle. And we declared Psalms 129, 1 through 4 over him. And we kept praying for him to be cut free. Cut free from the ropes that were binding his back. He left dancing for joy with the Lord. The fervency and continu continuity to go after issues until there is resolution was awe-inspiring. The calling that I felt specifically strong for was to pray blessings. We bless the people. We bless the land. We bless the government. We were able to pray over the heads of departments, and we saw the head of their demonology department drop to his knees as we were able to put, I was able to put my hand over his heart and pray the heart of the Father to consume his heart in love for his people. We were able to lay hands on and pray for the discipleship, the evangelist, and the house pastor leaders in all of those departments as well. 
As one that God has called, my heart for Africa was growing. This was the first fruits opportunity to taste and see, to put my foot on the soil and truly feel the Father's heart for his people. I do have a heart for Africa. Africa will be part of my future. Keith prophesied about a connection to Africa from this house. Connections were made and we will be returning. We've been invited back for the conference in two years and doors to other countries have opened from this trip. But this isn't a Stephen and Catherine connection. This is a legacy connection. This is our house. Honor is huge there. Passion and hunger is unrivaled. The spirit of excellence in organization and discipleship was evident. We showed honor by respecting their culture and traditions. This was their outfit for the conference for the women. A covering on a woman's head in their culture illustrates the order, the headship of authority of God. It showed the belief of a Corinthian wife that she was under the authority of her husband and therefore under the submission of God. And we respected their culture. Structure, organization, and protocols are huge, and it has made their church what it is today. The organization was amazing on such a grand scale. Their church has 300,000 members. They had pink shirts, and those people were the evangelists who would get the, individual from the, informa the individual's information from the person that came forward. The, white, the people that wore white shirts were the pastors and house church leaders, and they'd pray for the individuals. Black shirts was the discipleship team. Those were the people that were in training. The blue shirts were security. Red was ushers, purple was medical, and green was the demonology department. That's where we had the intense deliverance that we could go watch, and watch we did. In order to be baptized in their church, someone has to go through six months of discipleship training, like a home group here for us. After baptism, they continue for another six months on a discipleship team. Then they can become a member of the church. That's a long time. But they don't let people fall through the cracks. And that's what we want here for each of you. We want you plugged in. We want you a part of our family. The Corhago area has a strong demonic preference, but this conference and this church were sent to disrupt that. The theme verse of this conference was 1 John 3.8. Jesus Christ appeared to destroy the works of the devil and destroy his works they did. On the last day, there were 29 men and 45 women baptized. So they had already been coming for six months. 74 people were initiated into their new life in Jesus in water baptism. It's humbling and a blessing to be a part of what God is doing in Africa and here. The attendance at this conference was 35,000. 1,200 professions of faith were recorded. As a result of the previous crusade two years ago, 30 churches were established. Those 30 churches will absorb many of these new believers, but more churches will be planted. Only God knows how many lives were transformed, and more churches will be launched from this crusade. And I want to end with a quick prayer. Thank you, Father, for this opportunity. I thank you for the team that I was able to go with, the favor that we had, the people we were able to access and bless. I thank you for legacy. I thank you for family and friends for making this dream a reality and for helping me put my foot on the ground. Father, I ask for your blessing and your favor over your people today. We declare that they are favored. And the page is not just turning. It's already been turned. 
we are in a new chapter. And that new chapter starts now. Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Prophetic ministry team, if you guys would go ahead and come on up, join us up front. Now we're going to take just a few minutes to be able to release some individual prophetic words. And if you're visiting here for the first time, what that means is we have a team here that's been trained. They are submitted to coaching and stuff and redirecting as needed, but they're amazing. Um, everyone in our house can hear God, can prophesy and release words. We're a prophetic house, a prophetic culture. And what we say is this, um, we are a new covenant foundation in our protocol, which means every prophetic word must edify, exhort, or give comfort. That's the litmus test. We don't call out sin. We call out the solution. We call out the promises and the truth of God in you, your identity or what the Lord is doing and saying about you or about what's coming for you. Um, it is an invitation oftentimes. Most of the time, it's a confirmation of something he has already been talking to you about. And we know in part and we prophesy in part. So sometimes we'll have one person give a word and I'll say add on. And that means somebody else needs to add on to that word, even if they weren't even thinking about you in that moment or they're asking God while that person was being released, they were thinking about somebody else. But we want to be able to do that because again, we have revelation is one thing, then there's interpretation. And our interpretation can be different versus your interpretation as you receive the word. It's your job to test the word, to judge the word, make sure it, it sits well, that it's received, it's, it's, um, it ministers to you, draws you closer to the Lord, right? It lines up with the word and the character of God. You judge and test the word if that feels right for you or if we miss it. Sometimes we miss it. But I always tell people I would, I would not encourage you to flush the word. I would say shelf it if it just doesn't feel like it fits right now because it may be an invitation that God's bringing you into, into your future. It's something for you to pray about and to steward that word. So there's revelation, interpretation, then application. The application is up to you, right? That's between you and God. Does that make sense? All right, so let's go ahead and release a few of these words, and we need to be done about five till. So we have a shorter time today. If you guys will be brief and amazing. Who wants to go first? I have a word for Mary. Um, Yes. <laughs> I, when I was sitting in worship, I just felt the heart of God over you. And I heard him say, welcome home. And he wants you to know that all of the things that he's given you, all of the gifts, that they are welcome here. And he also wanted me to tell you that all of the seasons, the hard things, that you're coming into a time of great peace and rest in him in this season and that he's got you he's got you hi autumn yeah uh this is just an invitation i feel like the lord's saying that um you're among your family and um your family is exponential it's not just like the people who are left and right to you, but it's all these people or all y'all. And that um, in the past where somebody hasn't been present to help you in an area of your life, that there is somebody here who either has what you need, um, but they will, they will always get you to the place in him that you need to go. So I just release that over you now that you are, um, you are whole in family. Okay, hey love, what color are you wearing? Because I see like, is it brown and green? Or mold? Green and brown, okay, awesome. So I got the color brown, tan, white for one prophecy and I got like an olive green for another prophecy and I love that you're wearing both. So I'm gonna release both because it's for everyone in the room wearing those colors. Um, so if you're wearing like brown, tannish, like owl colors because I got a picture of an owl so if the feathers of an owl are those colors this one is for you and then I'll do the green one so the owls I saw baby owl owlets in a nest and I saw father Jesus as papa owl pushing the owlet out of the nest and the owlet was terrified but an owl father is not going to push you out without knowing that you're going to soar it is time to get out of the nest and it is time to soar because you have everything. You have the strength in your wings to fly. And enough is enough. He has loved you and he has put everything inside of you. And he's saying, it is time to soar, baby girl. 
it is time to soar. So this is for you and everyone else. So I just declare that it is time to jump off. Don't even wait for the pushing. <laughs> jump off and soar into new heights. There is new things for you. The wind will catch you. They don't fly and flap, they glide. And so I just declare that the wind of the Father, you would just be riding the wind and that you would just be soaring. It would be effortless. And then green olive people, because there was a lot of y'all, that hunter green, like olive color. Um, I saw the beautiful forest, um, like the redwoods, and I saw the connections of all of their, their root system together. And so that's why he was saying, you're going to have what you need because someone here has it. You're a part of a root system. So all of you who have been like, I don't have this, it's okay because you're connected to someone who does. Okay? And it will be given to you supernaturally because you are in community with them. This is what family is. So I just bless you that if you're like, I don't have the finances, I don't have the confidence, I don't have this, I don't have that skill, I don't have that education, so I can't do that if I don't have that degree. And Jesus says, no, you supernaturally have it because you're in my kingdom. So I just want to declare to each and every one of you that think that you are discounted because you don't have something. He's saying you are in my family, so you have it. And so I just bless and release that right now, that that is fully there that you have all the skills, that you have all the talents, that you have all the resources, that you have all the accreditation and doors opening that you will ever need. I'm blessed with that. This word is for you, Nicholas. The Father told me specifically to read this verse, and this is for you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Throw your shoulders back, man of God. You're victorious. You're a breaker. Your smile brings sunshine. You are a joy. You are not second fiddle. You are powerful. Be at peace. He's got you. Tina. Oh my gosh. When you're worshiping, there is... <laughs> it's like multiple waterfalls converging. I just felt like this giant spigot. And he was just new levels, deeper levels, more an uncorking and unplugging, blocks and walls, things that have held you back in the past being removed supernaturally, more coming for you. And to add to that, I think in the room, there's about four people this is for, but lyricists, kingdom lyricists, I'm calling you forward. Your pens are gonna be able to write. And there's one person specifically in here that goes, that's simply not me and God's chuckling. Because it's gonna be a supernatural gift of kingdom, powerful, not asking for something we lack because we lack in nothing in Christ Jesus. It's declaring the truth and the reality of the kingdom of God. And there are people here that are meant to write those songs that will bring victory and breakthrough like never before. And I release that in the name of Jesus. And that is on you as well, Tina. I release that in the name of Jesus. More, Lord. More, Lord. Bless her, Father. Unlock the secret things to her, Lord. In Jesus' name. In the red shirt here, um, sitting next to Nicholas, and um, I'm sorry, I've forgotten your name. No, it starts with a K. So um, when, when I was worshiping, I looked over at you, and God was just, the Holy Spirit was just laying his hand on, on your back, and you were just kind of hunched over. And he was doing some rewiring in you, and I'm not really sure what he was doing, but he was, he's changing your, your purpose. He's got a new purpose in life for you, and I believe that that purpose is, is um, kind of along the same lines as what he does with me, and that's to, to take him into your daily life, to, to um, show 
people who he is through the way that you react with them. And I think that's a new, a new thing for you. I think, I think he's going to start um, making you more outgoing, more, um, more of an extrovert. I see you laughing about that, but God's laughing with you because get ready, it's coming in your life. He's going to start bringing you people, and you're just going to be compelled to talk to them about him. And, and I just, I bless you with that. I declare over your life that, um, that his words will not, that come through your mouth will not return to him void. There's no way that you can mess it up if you just are obedient and open your mouth and let him speak through you. So I just bless you with that in Jesus' name. Yeah, I agree. I heard him talking about the fact that he's giving you a new message. You know, in the Bible, it talks about that um, the disciples were worried about the words that they were going to say when they were going out. And it talks about in the Bible that the Holy Spirit will always give you remembrance. As you get in the word and you seek the words that he wants you to speak, it's going to be easy. So he's going to download a new, new message, and we just release that over you now. We release that new message and we declare that done in Jesus' name. Judy. Hi. It's for you, but also Christos, it's for you as well, I believe. So uh, earlier this week, I had a thing cut off my head. Uh, it was like a, a growth of blood that wasn't supposed to be there. And so this whole thing is kind of weird, but the surgeon person numbed it with medicine and I think that, that there's something in your life that was growing that needed to be numbed with medicine. The Holy Spirit cut it off because he's sharper than a two-edged sword. And then the most interesting part, the cauterization happened. And, the, and I believe both of you have been sealed with the fire of the Holy Spirit to grow and to continue on. And just because you have a wound, like... I, I personally have been worried, like, oh, how do I make sure I don't have a bad scar? And it's like, no, 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 I'm going to use that scar. That scar is going to be the thing that leads people to me. And so I just release over you guys the, um, the vision of others to see the scars in your life, to bring them to the King of kings and Lord of lords, in Jesus' name. This is for Laura's boyfriend. I don't know your name. Um, Chad. Okay. Well, I got the word, and then I looked down, and I saw you actually are wearing boots. But this is a word about boots. Um, so uh, th the Lord was telling me you have, like, s smooth on the bottom of your boots. Where You know how when you slide your boots when you're dancing, and you can you just slide? And that's kind of the way that you've kind of gli glided through life. And this is actually for anybody who's wearing boots. You can take this, too. But... Um, you just kind of slid, slide through life and just easy come, easy go, not taking things too overly serious or anything like that. But the Lord said he's resoling your boots and um, he's making them work boots um, because he has some work for you to do. Um, so he's going to plant your feet and he's gonna, you're going to need traction and you're going to need to stand some ground, right? And so aware areas where you've kind of been easy come, easy go, now it's time to plant your feet and you're going to stand, I actually had an add-on for that. Leather was what I got. Leather. Let her. Let her. Let him. Let her. Let her break free. Breakthrough. Breakthrough is coming. And I see from the leather boots that breakthrough that's going to come, and you will have that sliding ability from the sliding to the standing. The Lord's actually teaching you how to move with him. He's actually, he's the one who's in lead right now, and he's teaching you how to dance with him. And I keep hearing that old song from Chris Dupre, Dance with me, O lover of my soul. 
the song of all songs. He's been wooing you in a, in a rhythm with him, and he's actually going to teach you how to do this with others around you. But it's going to start in this place of your heart. There's an intimate thing about David about you, um, that there's a, heart of, there's a heart of a worshiper inside in the secret place. And the Lord's been wooing you in that place of worship and in that place of intimacy. And he's actually been teaching you how to be in his rhythm with his step. And there's actually, you know, when you do, when you, know, you can do two-step and you can do slow things, but then there's also all the fun stuff, right, that you can do and all the turns and all the things. The Lord's going to start showing you his tricks. <laughs> he's going to start showing you these different turns. He's going to start showing you how to do these different things. And you're going to do things that you didn't even know that you could do because it's not going to be you anyway. It's going to be him. And so he's teaching you that, though. So just be a receiver at first. Let him do the lead. And then he's going to teach you how to multiply it with other people. Because, like, literally you would do that when you go two-step, you know, you, you change out partners or whatever. And it may not be the person you came in with, but you just kind of, it reminds me of, like, the grand two-step when you get in two big old lines, you know, and you meet whoever. The Lord's going to start putting people in your path where you're going to do that. And it's just going to be easy because you already know the dance. You already know the rhythm. You already know the turns. And you're going to be able to lead others in that same way. But you're in a season right now of him teaching you. So I release that over you in that place, of, in the secret place. And I heard band of brothers. There's been a lot of people that have come and gone in your life, but God is bringing brothers to you, brothers that are going to walk and dance with you and show you new steps and direction that you're going. So we just release that into your life right now. Yeah. If you got a hat on, it's for you. The Lord has you covered in whatever area that you've been struggling with. The Lord has truly covered you in that area. And that it, it would have been a lot worse, but the Lord said, no, you're mine and I cover you now. So I just release a brand new covering and that you would also be men and women, if you're any women in the house, Catherine, I know, but that you would also be a covering for others in Jesus' name. And the gentleman sitting behind Nicholas right there in like that kind of light blue polo. Right there. Yeah, you, brother, looking at your phone or something. Like, hey, <laughs> talking to you. Okay, um, so you were highlighted to me. What's your name, sir? Keith, just so I know. Hi, Keith, America. Um, so you reminded me of someone, and so the spark on this person's life is that they are no put up with anything kind of person. Um, if something comes their way that is not correct, they will make sure to straighten that out right away. They are not messing around. Um, does that seem like your personality? Oh, I see yeah. some smirks. Okay. So, yes, you're per so, but I see uh, the Lord directing people your way that you are to disciple. Um, and yes, you are good enough. Um, so I just declare that right now the wisdom and knowledge is already there. And then I just release more. I release confidence. And I release the pastor's heart that is inside of you and also evangelistic heart that people are going to come alongside you and these are going to be your disciples. And it's just going to be like Jesus. Like you're going to eat, sleep, and breathe like the same air as these people, same food as these people. Like it's going to all the, sh and I don't know if it's at work or where it's going to come in, but like there's going to be a, quite a few young men that are, I feel like they're about the same age as you or maybe even younger. Um, and I just bless you right now that that is a ministry of yours. Yes, you are equipped. Yes, you are good enough. And you have everything you need to do it. And I just bless you in that new ministry. Now, if any of those words that got released today, if they resonate in your spirit, even if we didn't call you out specifically, grab hold of them by faith because that's the Holy Spirit talking to you. Amen. All right. Thank you, team. I have Two quick announcements before we go ahead and, uh, you know, release you guys and whatnot, too. Again, also our altar ministry team will be up here afterwards. So if you need prayer, again, our team will be up here. And then also with our prophetic team, if you want to come up and walk to them and, and ask for a deeper word or, or whatever it may be, feel free to do that. Uh, but there's a couple things. We'll be having a slide next week that we'll begin to talk about this specifically. But we are going to be moving to two services in, in October because we've been in the season of expansion and it's just necessary. And if you look around, there's no room left. There's definitely no room left in the parking lot. Let's just, you know, be honest with that. So we've been in the season of going and plan. Uh, if this is your first time here, uh, welcome. We're glad to have you guys here. We're also in the process. We'll be talking about a couple weeks of, of expanding a new building in our city as well. So uh, the two services are going to be a short-term solution in order to be able to continue to grow while we're building. And so look for those to come because we're going to be looking for more volunteers to participate in what's happening with that to make it really uh, uh, go smoothly and as excellently. And, and the way we're wanting about it is we're not going to cut back on what we're doing here 
in order to be able to go to two services. Sometimes you might have been part of a church like, oh, we got to go to two, so we got to cut back. No, the same thing you get here is the same thing you get then, all right, in both services because that's what God's doing. Second announcement is going to be this. is coming up at the end of September. I'm really, really excited about this. I've been talking about it for a moment. One of my spiritual brothers, Joel Thornton, who is the, uh, the leader for One Voice International, uh, he's been an attorney for many years. In fact, he was uh, one of the lead uh, attorneys for Jay Sekulow for years and um, has been given a word about ending human trafficking in his lifetime. Through these relationships, there's some strategy of how do you come to small cities and begin to actually disrupt it. And so that September 29th, 30th, it'll be a Friday and a Saturday, uh, is going to be uh, really, here's what the, the issue's going on. We're going to have a couple speakers are going to come to talk about it, and how can it empower you to, to be a solution and know what we're actually building. At the same time, that Thursday, this is private, but you can begin to pray for some of our city leaders. We're going to be hosting a private luncheon for some governmental officials in our city where we're actually talking to them about establishing a task force to be able to operate and work and train together in this region. And so what right now what we really need is your prayer to be able to, to intercede and, and that their hearts would be moved with the heart of God to be able to see trafficking actually end in our lifetime. And then uh, just pray that there's a response and that the political spirit lifts off and that specifically egos would be put that laid down because the end of trafficking, the egos can't be involved. Right? It, who cares who gets credit for it as long as we stop it and it's in his name. Amen? So that's what we're going to be doing. So we want you to register LegacyMB.com forward slash freedom. Make sure you sign up now. Remember, we'll have a limitation of, of seating in that place and, and just be praying for him. Um, I got one more prophetic word, Nicholas. Um, I, I saw the Lord putting in your hand specifically uh, a letter opener. And it was very, very sharp. It was actually made with titanium. And the Lord says, this is, a, this is a letter opener for you to actually unlock the scriptures in a way you've never seen. I heard he's, he's opening and cutting through the red tape. There's some areas of scripture where you, you go and you deep in. And all of a sudden, with this letter opener, you're going to see the heart of the Father, the heart of the scriptures in a way you've never seen before. But you're going to have to actively engage it. And it's a prophetic act. Lord, I'm opening this up with my letter opener. And I'm opening it up and I'm activating this word. And all of a sudden, wisdom's going to come. There's going to be insight that's going to come to you. Also, what it's going to do is there's some red tape in your next season of that you're moving into that felt like there was obstacles or something cutting, you know, kind of holding you back. And he says, you're to take this letter opener, cut off what's, what's tethering you to the past, and then it's also going to allow you to open some doors as you move forward in Jesus' name. All right, why don't you all stand with me? Father, we just thank you for your goodness. We thank you. We celebrate all the healings. We celebrate, Lord, the breakthroughs that are on the way. And we celebrate how you've planted this family in this region for a time such as this to bring freedom. And so right now, I release now a commission to take as it is in heaven to release it to our city now in Jesus' name. And all God's people said, amen. Love you guys very much. Have a great week. Thank you so much for joining us as we seek first after God's kingdom and release it to transform lives and cities. If you would like more information about how to grow in the kingdom or connect with Legacy, go to our website, www.legacynb.com.